0: Stand on your feet if you will everybody, stand on your feet, stand on your feet, stand on your feet everybody, stand on your feet if you can, if you're able, stand on your feet, turn with me to the book of Psalms. You know what I don't do, I don't go there often, God just told me today that something, there's a breakthrough that needs to happen and it needs to happen right now. We believe God for it. We trust in God in it right now. Hallelujah. Go with me to Psalms 24. Psalms 24. Drop down to the seventh verse if you will. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Psalms 24, the seventh verse. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In order to get your breakthrough, In order for chains to fall off, in order for you to be lifted up, for your eyes to be open, you've got to make some acknowledgments. And when you acknowledge this in Psalm 24 at verse 7, that's when the shackles have got to come off. That's when the devil has got to let you loose. That's when your eyes are open and you can see clear. That's when you come out of darkness into his marvelous light. Everybody read verse 7, lift up your heads, all ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Wait a minute, let's go a little bit further, if we can go on a little bit further, because somebody may not really understand, so then let's raise a question, verse 8, read, Who is? this king of glory. The Lord is strong and mighty. Hallelujah. The Lord, mighty in Verse 9. Together. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Lift them up the everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Verse 10. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Somebody shout hallelujah. the king of glory on your side. You can lift up your head the stuff that you've been going through for my folk who trust and agreed with me. I declare right now in the name of Jesus that God answers your prayer. That God delivers you. That God bless you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Go with me one more time. Go to John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts of the Apostles. Go to John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts of the Apostles, Romans. Come on, New Testament book. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, John, John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Now go to the 8th chapter. The 8th chapter. I do about you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes deliverance comes in the strangest of places, strangest of circumstances. Deliverance will come. It will come. It will come. It will come. Sometimes it's, it's, it's an individual just stopping by and say, I just come by to check on you this morning. I just come by to say hello hallelujah it just bless my soul thank you so much thank you so much chapter 8, chapter 8 if you will, chapter 8 go all way with me too hallelujah verse 9 verse 9 then those who heard it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one beginning with the oldest, even, even, hallelujah, to the last, and Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst, We read that one more time, then those who heard it, being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one, beginning with the oldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone. And the woman standing in the midst. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask that you bless these, thy people. Lord, that you do a wondrous work, that you keep us in your care. Father, I thank you for being God thank you for being the one who stands in the gap for us. Lord, I thank you. We give you honor, we give you glory, and we give you our praise. Lord, we don't deserve it, but you just keep on blessing us. And when we look up, oh God, we find that it's only you. Alone standing between us and the stones in the name of jesus amen amen you may be seated you may be seated god bless you amen that? Come on. Didn't let God speak to you? Give God some praise. Amen. Praise be to God. Between me and the stones. You ought to make this word personal. That Jesus is still between you and me between the stones. Jesus, hallelujah, between me and the stones. I need you to let that resonate with you for a moment because as we look into this text and even though it is a very familiar text and We've preached it from several different angles and you've heard it and read it and it was taught to you in Sunday school about several different things. And most often the emphasis is put on the woman. And then secondly, if it's not put on the woman, then it's put on those who were carrying the stones. But I need to shift for a moment and need you to understand a couple of things and maybe we can have a new perspective. I need you to look at this and carefully consider the words in this passage of scripture. It says, but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives early in the morning. He came again into the temple and all the people came with him. They came to him and, watch this, he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her, and when they had set her, And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, testing him that they might have something to accuse him of but Jesus stooped down (laughs) I need somebody to catch that let me go back verse 2 he sat down verse 3 let me go continue on down to uh, as we get to 6 But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. And so when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, who is without sin among you? Let him throw a stone at her first and again he stooped down and wrote on the ground then those who heard it being convicted of their conscience went out one by one beginning with the oldest even to the lights. and Jesus was left alone the woman standing and the woman standing in the midst. Jesus raised himself up and saw no one woman. Where are those accusers of yours? Between me and the stones let's get it clear that under the Old Testament law under the law of Moses that there were certain offenses that if were committed the punishment was being stoned to death let's understand that that that, that even in the accusation that if someone were to accuse you there needed to be two witnesses and they would come and present the case against you and Even with that, we find in this text, I want you to understand that there are certain things that that can happen that can cause a verdict of guilty that you can be stoned for. And I need to bring this into today so that we make sure that we're not just telling you a good story. In, in the Old Testament book in Leviticus somewhere about Leviticus 20 and 2, if there were child sacrifices, it was an offense that you could be stoned. And, 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 and don't get it twisted in here because even though they were talking about sacrifices of passing the children through the fire and children would be offered up as a sacrifice if you were caught doing such a thing you would be stoned to death well i tell you that there are still children being passed through the fire today anytime you put a child out there to raise themselves you're allowing them to be passed through the fire Anytime you sacrifice a child and their education, set them down in front of the television and think that the television is going to be their educator, you're passing them through the fire. Anytime you think that the school system is going to be their only salvation and delivering them and making them good people, then you have committed the sin of passing them through the fire. Not only that, you could be stoned to death for consulting with magicians. There's been a new surge in the 1-900 numbers to call somebody to check your stars. Oh no, 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 Deacon, let me help somebody. They're not checking the stars they're checking your Facebook page that's how they can tell you about what's going on in your life they looking at Twitter they saw you on Instagram they read your blog so they can tell you some things about yourself that you've already put out there while they were processing your credit card they were looking you up Consulting soothsayers and magicians tell somebody you can get stoned for that you can get stoned for blasphemy it's not only in the Old Testament but in the New Testament Jesus talks to them about how he was performing miracles and what are you going to accuse him and why is he being accused if you look somewhere somewhere around John 10 and, 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 and 31 and 32. So to deny God of who he is is blasphemous. Tell somebody you can get stoned for that. When you sit down at the table and you don't thank God for setting a table before you. When you can have a roof over your head and you don't thank God for giving you shelter. When you can have strength. In your body, the blood's still running warm. When you get up every morning and don't even say thank you, Lord, for another night's rest and allowing me to rise up again to give you glory, that's blasphemous against God. You've got to recognize who God is and what God has done. Help your neighbor, say you can get stoned for that. You just don't for that, don't you? you? Better you, in the in the vernacular of the people, you better recognize. You better recognize where, where all of your blessings come from. You you better recognize as mean and evil as you are, and you still here on earth. You better recognize. That God is still giving you grace and mercy and you just as nasty as you can be. You better recognize that there's some mercy that's still working in the world. You can get stoned for breaking the Sabbath. We need to, oh my God. You'd be hard pressed to turn on a radio station after I think it's the move back to about 11 o'clock now in the morning the fine gospel you can shop anywhere at any time hallelujah in fact some people would forego coming to church just to catch the sale Mm. we need to recognize that God deserves a day of holiness that God deserves to be recognized that God ought to be represented, that God ought to be lifted up. God, we ought to come in and give God praise. We ought to come in and say thank you for God bringing me through this week bringing me on this journey. We ought to come in and be glad about the victory that God has given us every day of the week. We ought to be glad about how God has poured out his spirit upon us and kept us yet alive even though we should have been dead. You can get stoned for that. Worshiping false gods. Deuteronomy 13 and 10. Oh, when you start to love something more than you love God. When you start to put things before God. Worshiping gods of stone and gold and silver and stones and wood and all of those other things. When you start to worship your car and your house and your bank account and all of those things, you're putting up false gods. The economy can change at a heartbeat. One man can make a decision that will change your total economic structure. Your stocks will fall, your pension will fall. It will fail, but I'm telling you something that won't never fail. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen his seed begging bread. I'm gonna tell you something that it won't fail. I've never seen God fail. I've never seen God come shorter than his word. I've never seen God... God cannot fail. And so when you begin to worship false gods... one of the biggest lies ever been told is on, on your dollar bill. In God we trust. Oh Lord. Worship false gods. And, and not only that, rebellion against parents. Come on young people, y'all. Yeah. You could get stoned for mouthing off at your parents. Hallelujah. And if it wasn't a stone, sis, it it was a shoe gaining up the side of your head. Oh, oh, my parents dared us to call CSB. I know y'all call it abuse. Now, they say, no, come get him now they understood something about I may I may whip your behind, but I'm not gonna kill you. But if I put you in the system, if I put you out there where folk don't care about you, if I put you among people that's only trying to make a profit off of you, they're subject to kill you, but I will discipline you and you will yet live. I I, I understand something. Doesn't matter, you can get stoned for that. You can get stoned for sucking your teeth. You can get stoned for mumbling under your breath, you can get stone For snapping your neck, you you can get stoned. For stomping your feet, you yeah. Anybody been under? Anybody have some stones at them? Let me let me hear. I, and believe it now, I'm almost done. But watch this. Watch this real quick. He says, he says. That I understand some things about stoning. I understand. But, but, but Jesus went up to the mountain. And then he said he sat down. Jesus is already in a seated position. The scribes and the Pharisees brought this woman to him. And I want you all to get it, get it straight. That it's really not about the woman here. It's really not about her. It's really not about her. And it's really not even about the scribes nor the Pharisees. Oh, watch this. He says, the scribes had brought this woman who was caught in adultery. Well, the fact of the matter is, I, I believe in my heart and my spirit that it was a setup because more than one of them, they, they all knew about it. They all knew about it. In fact, some even suggest that it might have been one of the scribes or Pharisees that she was in the relationship with. Usually the one who's going to tell on you the most is the one you was out there with. The one who know all the details. They brought the woman and, 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 and listen, they were caught and in and when they had now watch this had set her. they weren't alone, they, were, they were not going to allow her to stand during this accusation process they set her in the midst this is not just a mere movement or placement but they sat her down and they said to the teacher they said to Jesus that this woman was caught in adultery in the very act he says now now we understand Moses and don't get lost here he said but we understand now Moses in the law commanded that if such should be should be or our suck should be stoned to death if they are caught. But what do you say? This, they said, testing him. That they might have something in which they could accuse him. So, let's get it clear. They really didn't care that she was in adult. They weren't concerned about the book or the law of Moses. They did this so that somehow or another we could accuse Jesus of backtracking so we can get him. Don't you know folk will use you, get you caught up in this stuff just so that they can get to somebody else? Don't you know that there are people out there that really don't care about you, but they're trying to use you to work their own purpose? and so so this woman is sitting and then they said this to Jesus but I like what Jesus does Jesus goes the last time we talked about Jesus he was sitting did y'all catch it Jesus goes from a sitting position to stooping why is that significant because Jesus says, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me get a little bit lower than her. Did y'all catch that? Jesus removes himself from a seated position down to a stooping position so that he could get close to the ground. Because I believe that Jesus understands something about our origins. I I believe he understands something about the dust from which we were made and which we came from. Jesus says I need to get back close to the ground again. And we are not told what he wrote but he begins to write on the ground or on the dust, and I believe that if I take it a little bit further and understand that Jesus now is reshaping, reforming, remaking, remolding, re-inscribing upon the ground from which we came about who and what we really are. He stooped down and wrote on the ground, And, and you gotta like this that he didn't write with a stick, but he put his hand on it. He got his hand in the dirt. How many people are willing to come down from their position and put their hand in the dirt from which you came There are folk that don't wanna deal with our dirty lives, They don't want to deal with our mess. They don't want to deal with our stuff. But Jesus loved us so much that he came down a little bit lower just to get close enough that he might put his fingers on us. I like the fact that it didn't say hand, but fingers. Because any artist will tell you that when they're fine-tuning or when they're finally shaping something or bringing something into clarity they use their fingers and not their hands. Yeah. Jesus is at work and uh, so he begins to write on the ground and note he acted like he didn't hear them. It's like you ain't said nothing. And going on as he, as he wrote, it says, they continued asking him. I'm trying to help a few church folk that act like he just joined church yesterday. And you wondering why folks just continue messing with you, continue talking about you. There's things that continually go on day after day, night after night. It seems like a perpetual process that just will not end, it will not cease. And they continued asking him. In other words, they want to get some clear evidence that we might do something to Jesus but Jesus understand, it really ain't about me. Oh, Lord, watch what he does with this. Watch what he does with this. And so they continue asking, so hmm, he raised himself up. He raised himself. And see, that, that's going to get real important when we go to the tomb. Oh, my God. He raised himself up. And said to them, he said, he who is without sin among you, let him throw the stone at her first. Well, as I told you early on in the historical part of this message that, yes, usually the accusers would be the first ones to cast the stone. They have to be the first ones. And so not only the accusers, and we suspect that the accusers may have been of the Pharisees or Sadducees or part of the scribes. We we, we can can speculate that, but nevertheless, and they were elders, it usually began with the elders throwing the first stones first. And so we have scribes and Pharisees who are elders of the church, and, and so Jesus says, well... Whoever's without sin, y'all gonna lay her out. Just do you. And, and 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 Jesus, you gotta love what He does in this whole process. He says, and again, He passed by sitting and goes back to stooping. He goes back down and and, and begins writing on the ground again and as he does that he says those who heard it were convicted by their own conscience And and they went out one by one beginning with the oldest even until the last and then somewhere in the process, somewhere while the stones were being left on the ground, somewhere where the oldest man was walking away and to the youngest was walking away. Somewhere where we left this woman who was seated, we find her suddenly standing. I know some of y'all really didn't catch Real essence of that, so let me destroy that you one, one more time this way. I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you that while Jesus is bending down, while He's stooping down, while He's working it out, while He's close to reshaping and remaking us and reforming us, He's given us strength to be able to stand in the midst of your accusers, in the midst of your downtroddenness. In the midst of your faults, in the midst of everything that you're going through, somehow or another, this woman went from sitting to standing in the midst of her
1: accusers.
0: And finally, it says that Jesus was left alone. Isn't it good to be left alone with nobody but Jesus. Sometimes you're gonna feel by yourself, but as long as Jesus is there, oh my god! But watch what he does, he says, She's standing in the midst. Oh my god, God says, I'm gonna raise you up before I raise myself up. He's still doing that, even though he said, I'm going to give you strength, even though you're yet weaker. I'm going to bend down, and I'm going to get close to you, and I'm going to reshape and remake and remold you. And by the time you realize it, you'll be standing once again, and then I'm going to raise myself back up. That I didn't need help from anybody else and when I began to see this, I began to understand that there was something between me and the stones because I should have been dead. I should have been stoned to death. I'm sure she began to recognize I'm guilty. I I know that I got issues and I know that I got problems. I know that I go through it. I know that I stumble and I'm not perfect by any means, but I want you to understand there's something between me and the stones. There's some folk that set out to kill me. There's some circumstances. Where I could have been there There's some things that are being thrown at me I've been accused from here to there And from there to here But yet and still When I look up I find myself standing I should have been knocked down But yet I'm still standing I should be broke down But I'm still standing And I'm standing in the presence of Jesus There's something between me And the stones And I found out that his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The stones representing death. But Jesus went before me on Calvary's cross. He's between me and the stones that are being thrown at me. Understand somebody that yes, there are those who are trying to bring you down. Yes, there are spirits and workers of iniquity that are trying to keep you from achieving the things that God has called you to achieve. I want you to understand that the devil has dug some ditches along the way. I want you to understand that you have been fighting for a long time and tears running down your face. But I need you to understand there's no devil in here. There's no devil out of hell that can throw a stone at you that will hit its mark because Jesus stood between you and the stones with his arms stretched out right Jesus stood between you and the stones with a crown on his head Jesus stood between you and the stones even while they were piercing him in the sky Jesus was between you and the issues that's trying to make you feel down and downtrodden, make you feel like you can't make another day, but go back to the one who gave you health, go back to the one who created your body, go back to the one who kept on setting himself for you, go back to the one who's gracious and kind, go back to your way maker burden bearer go back to the one that's never failed go back to the one whom you can trust go back to the one that's standing between you and every stone that's been thrown at you I declare there are some people throwing stones but don't you worry just lift your hands and give God glory When they wonder how you keep on keeping on, when they wonder why you got a smile on your face, when they wonder why you still got joy, that's when you tell them, I got somebody standing between me and the stones and his name is Jesus. I got somebody standing between me and the stars. Hallelujah. She was standing. She was standing. She was standing.
1: Hallelujah. If you
0: look at another point. Her, but when you were Jesus, don't nobody have to take you nowhere. She was standing on her own power, standing with the glory of God, with the power of God, the majesty of God, and most of all, the forgiveness of God. your accusers now, they're not here. He said he doesn't accuse her either, neither do I. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for standing between us and the stones. In the name of Jesus, the door of the church is open.